0: Welcome to another episode of Dan Excelsior. This is a live weekly podcast discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media. But even if it's not from the House of Ideas, if it's big and related to superheroes, it's on our radars. Uh, This episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, April 23rd, 2021. My name is Dennis, and with me, I've got a distinguished nerd panel as always. Uh, He's currently getting lessons for how to feel about Invincible because, you know, he doesn't know himself. It's Frank.
1: What up? Oh, man. That show, man, is so cliche and boring. I can't
0: wait. Yeah. Seventh episode. What'd you think of it?
1: Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I've only watched the first one. And that (laughs) twist was so cliche and boring that I won't watch the rest.
0: I will get you to watch this show. I just need to find, like, some exploding genitalia or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If it had an exploding dick, I'm in. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So much for that algorithm. My algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) all right uh he apparently took a bad fall on his one wheel this week but he still is powering through it and he's here today or or it wasn't a bad fall it's gizmo duck it's it's gizmo duck no it's ricky (laughs) oh where where did you hurt yourself show me on the dog
2: on on the butt i would i would show you but that's for the uh patreon only stream so gotcha
0: all right
2: but you're okay now i'm okay all right. Okay. Well, then that wasn't a very fun story, Ricky. I mean, people saw saw me fall. That was kind of cool for them. Is it,
0: is it on the <laughs> internet? Can I watch it?
2: Uh, look up Latino Man Falls in Long Beach, and you <laughs> should be able to find something. Gotcha.
0: Let, let's see what we have. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Frank, Frank will do that. Uh, but uh, as always, we do have a special guest to join us uh, in all our shenanigans this week. Um, he is a long-running um friend of uh, Frank and I and the editor behind the popular God of War blooper video, Midgard Mishaps. Welcome, trailer Tim. Hello. How's it going? Welcome. It's great now that you're here to say you. Super happy to be time. here.
2: <laughs> so I didn't know the name Trailer Tim came from it it came from cutting a trailer, right? Or is it like
3: it's literally just something I made up. Well, I mean, okay. it's, it's, everything's made up, obviously, but it was just one thing. I was like, you know, I need something like snappy for my YouTube channel. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Trailer Tim. Like that's, that's how I will be identified. You know,
0: my my actual given uh, birth name is Denix Media. I just go by Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easier. Yeah,
3: yeah. One of the one of the crazy things when I try to, you know, Google Trailer Tim, I just get like just ad after ad of like trailer hitches for sale and, and things like that. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, mm-hmm. like this probably isn't going to work that well.
0: Yeah, it is important to mention that you edit videos because Trailer Tim without that context, it's a very different show that we be <laughs> right
1: Yeah. Now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. There well, is I'm, a uh, Tim
1: trailer who's a real estate agent in the <laughs> Bay Area, so Oh, I
0: thought you were going to yeah. find us Ricky falling on his ass, but instead you've looked up <laughs> Trailer Tim. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, I, I wasted my one search. Nice. Uh so before we you, we move on to, you know, outlining the show and everything like that, we did just to set a baseline you know we've known you for a while and everything but uh just so the audience and everybody has an idea uh what does marvel mean to you tim
3: great question um so i'll probably be showing my hand a little bit here uh but That's okay i've never actually like i was i was never big into comics as a as a kid uh like actual comics i I, I watched like the, you know, X-Men 90s animated cartoons and then and Spider-Man and, and things like that. And that was kind of like my my world into like the comics. But uh, I had a couple as a kid. Uh, I had I, I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was one of the X-Men comics where uh, I think Bishop is alone in the uh, Xavier Mansion with Sabretooth. You probably know what that one's called,
0: Dennis. It's um, called the X-Men. It's, it's X-Men. Former <laughs> <laughs> Bishops. Yeah, love yeah, X-Men. X-Men. That's yeah, the yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had that one.
3: Um, It it was great. Actually, I really loved reading it. But honestly, like, you know, so, you know, thinking about like what Marvel is, I was always kind of like associated with it as a kid of, you know, like, you know, uh, like, you know, hey, this is Marvel, the eighth wonder of the world. Marvel at like, you know, this amazing, you know, King Kong creature or something like that. Right. And so it was always kind of like this larger than life you know, kind of thing, you know, where it was always kind of like Marvel at this. And so um, when I,
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's
3: like, and so I always kind of associate it with, you know, uh, uh, with that kind of thing where it's like, whatever you're supposed to, whatever you're intaking, you know, within Marvel comics, it's, you're, you're meant to like Marvel at like these amazing powers that these people have, you know, that, that no, no regular person would. And so uh, kind of like, you know, taking a deeper dive into like the MCU now that it's become like, definitely like more of a mainstream thing. It's like, I'm, I'm getting so much more out of like that approach where it's, it's like marveling, not just like at these, you know, characters powers, you know, but it's, it's at like their struggles, right. It's like them as like human beings and how they're, you know, kind of, you know, sure. It's like, they have their powers, but that's what they are. But like the, the experiences and the situations that they're in and that that they go through, you know, like, you know uh that's that's like a, as you get older you tend to see things through different lights right and so it's like uh with, with marvel uh specifically for something like that i'm i'm like marveling at these situations that they're in and how they deal with them you know um yeah and so yeah it's uh it's it's definitely like looking at it through different lenses you know depending on age mm-hmm. and 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 uh and perspective and, and everything like that but um
0: yeah. I was actually thinking about that today, like just about a half hour ago about like how, remember when every superhero movie used to be about somebody getting their powers, but also like falling in love with somebody. And, <laughs> and like, they just don't do that as often, you know, like it still happens. Like, don't get me wrong. Marvel does it, uh, you know, frequently, but way less frequently, you know, like I started thinking about all the recent stories and it's like, yeah, they're way more topical now. They're way more, there was a,
2: um yeah shoot i think it was the kotaku article about that this week of as the mcu progresses on there's been less and less like on screen kissing yeah <laughs> because that's the focus is just not there on that on their love lives it's on you know the other burdens in their life and that's kind of neat you
1: know yeah. breaking uh, away from that trope for the record tim's answer is my answer that i was going to
0: say that actually <laughs> oh yeah the next time you were going to ask me good out, I was nice. going to say I, that I don't too. ask you Frank cuz you, you have you have plenty of opinions about Marvel. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dark well, I mean, well, it's okay. It's okay by the way Tim like if if you know comic if the comics weren't really like something you 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 went into a lot or anything and and I I have I have fun experiencing the MCU with People of all varying degrees of, of knowledge, you know, like like Ricky he loves that really shit. He loves <coughs> like Brenda, my, uh, casuals, casuals as we call them. Yeah, we, we call them filthy casuals <laughs> on <laughs> the show. <laughs> um, but Ricky's kind of a filthy casual, you know. Like that's that's most most of his exposure to it is also that. Yeah, and you know? you know, oh yeah, and uh, so it's it's fine. Like it, I think it makes the conversation uh, more accessible to to people who who are like. I'm curious about this, but I don't know. And, you know, I'm afraid to ask kind of thing, but it's fine. It's all good. It's you know, fandom is, is, is not about like gatekeeping and keeping people. Oh out yeah. Of the, of the whole experience, unless you're Frank. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> for, for one
1: second, here. I was worried that you're going to be like, oh, I didn't really like comics, but you know what? I liked beating up the kids that did read comics. That was, <laughs> that was really fun. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. That,
0: uh, that, that you would be out if that was, if that was you
3: yeah 100%. No, I, yeah. I honestly think like I'm I'm actually kind of, you know, seeing what, you know, like uh, comic books have kind of become over the last, you know, 10 uh 15 years even, you know, um, you know, probably like 20, you know, if we if we want to include like the Raimi Spider-Man films, is it's We do. You know, yeah. And so <laughs> I'm I'm a uh, I am i am i I'm able to kind of like access this whole world and universe really kind of through the eyes of somebody that didn't read these stories as a kid. Right. It's like, and I know like, you know, so many people are a part of these uh, you know, uh, of, of making these films that love these, that grew up with these comics. Right. And they're able to make it in a way in which they interpreted. And so I'm, I'm almost in like a position where I'm, I'm like seeing their direct interpretation of, of of somebody else's work like like Stan Lee right it's like and so it i i definitely appreciate the perspective that i have um uh with the, with this kind of stuff and i'm able to kind of look at this thing with with fresh eyes like you know going you know going all the way back to like iron man in 2008 i had no clue you know iron man's origins or anything like that and i thought it was great and then you know reading into it and reading like what the original comic was it was essentially like the same thing but just you know updated for modern times right and like you yeah. know for the age that we're living in right now and so kind of like being able to experience it you know the way that you know they're intending for modern audiences now and seeing like what it was, yeah. you also get like that like great perspective of like different different totally different times that we lived in, you know. And it was only yeah. like decades apart as well. So
0: yeah it's it's true it's super cool like and and like even the stories that we're seeing now in the in the MCU like they're actually interpretations of stories that came out like not even 10 years ago necessarily you know no, I mean? but like, they're, they're but they're still being updated you know like they st- mm-hmm. there's always room there's always mm-hmm. room to to retell a story with a uh, new perspective you know so mm-hmm. um but yeah uh this i think this is going to be a fun one guys uh tim's, tim's ready to go
1: <laughs> yeah Tim's dropping
0: like some profound. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to go. So let's oh, snap get wait. snap wait, wait Real what? quick, qu- question. No, 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 Ricky. So no, 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 I was going to you, you don't okay. you don't go to the comments before I tell. Bad people. Ricky. <laughs> yeah, don't jump ahead, Ricky. um it's Question, okay. Tim. I, uh, I saw it. I saw
1: was it. it uh, do you remember the cover of that X Men comic?
3: Uh I think it it was, was Sabretooth
1: jumping was, at Bishop. Yes. At Bishop. Yep. And Bishop's like got his arms charged. Okay, I think cool. so, yeah. Uncanny yeah, yeah. X-Men 311. FYI. Okay, nice. In case in what case is, you want is, to check it out. Is
2: Bishop's powers again? He, I know he has a gun, but what does he what does he do?
1: That's it. No, he's a gun. Yes,
0: a gun. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, a, we got a gun. Okay. We got a show to do right now. So let's 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 get it. Let's, he
1: we'll he get redirects it. energy. He's basically Sebastian Shaw, but with energy. Like if you shoot okay. a laser at him, like it's he absorbs it and redirects or, it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or energy blast and stuff. Energy yes. blast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we. Uh, Ricky. Ricky wants to go in a lot of different directions. So let's get let's get the <laughs> let's get all the technical stuff out of the way here. Uh, we do have a fun show planned. Uh, we're dying to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode six, obviously. Uh, but before we dive into that. Um, We've got some news and rumors to discuss, a brief chat on a Nerd topic of our choosing, and stick around after for more uh, Multiverse Bingo. As a reminder, this is also a chance for you in the audience to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or points of confusion that you may have. We'll be checking the comments throughout the show. I already was checking. I'm going to get to you in a second. Uh, And for those that can't get enough of us, you can visit (laughs) patreon.com slash denxmedia immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, The Soapbox, uh, where we wind down and talk about the stuff we didn't get to in the first one and a half hours. With that, Ricky, we do have a a comment (laughs) that was a question directed straight to Tim, and I would love to share that with Tim now.
1: But first, a word from our sponsor,
0: NordVPN. Oh, God. NordVPN.
1: Are you tired of the flag smashers smashing up the grc building
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think i said that wrong let's get let's get uh tim uh see cow soda um she goes by many names but i think you may know her as Lindsay. uh she asked what your favorite mcu trailer is if any oh man um it's a good question
3: yeah uh I would probably have to say uh, Guardians, <coughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, like the first one, the Uga Chaka. Uh, yeah, that was something that was, that was
1: like,
3: yeah, yeah. It was what? so unique. It didn't open. It didn't open with the New York skyline, which was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and so it 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 was great at like kind of teasing this brand new because you all, you all, you also have to remember uh, up until that point there was really nothing in the MCU like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? No, it was no! was like no, kind yeah, of like sure. their first like big major foray into kind of like the really crazy stuff. Um, and so it was a great teaser of just like these characters like- and, and, and the, the whole intro of just like them at the lineup and things like that. It, it, it was it's great. Like- it, it was like the perfect approach to that kind of property, I think.
2: Like that's, that was a, a lot of people's example. first time seeing Chris Pratt skinny and buff. Like.
1: And buff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like,
2: what? <laughs> a lot going on in that trailer very very true
1: what's what's Uh, the worst trailer if you could recut one um, mcu trailer trailer. yeah mcu trailer
0: oh mcu oh my gosh um does the iron fist count
1: (laughs) (laughs) recut the show yeah yeah that'd be great yeah yeah.
0: i would just recut the trailer with a different iron fist in it (laughs) yeah that'd be cool
3: yeah i don't i don't know um my mind is kind of uh It's I would probably have to say the ones that I don't remember, the ones that don't stick with you, you know, Um, and I think for stuff like that, I think it's probably like the one that I I literally I just can't remember for the life of me is Thor two, Thor, the Dark World. Um, (laughs) And so like normally it's like, you know, it's like obviously it's like, you know, with trailers, you have like those those, you know, the ones that like stick with you, like Alien or the Terminator 2 teaser and things like that. It's like the ones like the really good ones. But then play. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so uh don't do uh,
2: teasers like that anymore. Remember those? Like, oh, that, uh,
3: oh, yeah. I have I have so many opinions on those like special teasers that they film just for, you know, um just for the mm-hmm. sake of like showing a trailer like Back to the Future mm-hmm. where Marty drives up in the DeLorean. You know, he's out in the desert, and he you know, he shows the sunglasses and things like that. They don't have those like that special footage for teasers anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty rare when they do um
0: it, but it's like, it's pretty hilarious when you like try and watch uh like on amazon you try and watch a movie like an old movie and you go on to see the trailer and they don't have a trailer maybe because they lost that whatever that was that you're talking about mm-hmm. so they just play like a straight up random scene like it's <laughs> yeah. way too long yep. yeah actually disney plus does I that to mm-hmm. and it's almost oh, completely out of context and yeah just, go, like, watch, like, go is, watch the trailers for the mighty ducks they're super weird <laughs> just like it's like way out of context. Uh what's what what's your favorite MCU trailers, guys?
4: Oh shit.
0: I the Guardians is a good one. Sure. Um I, I like the Guardians, but uh, I'm I'm partial to Civil War the second whatever one. whatever Tim said. Whatever Tim said is my ad. I was gonna say that like which I, whichever whichever I one is the know. one where we first officially got Spider Man on screen with everybody.
2: That was a Super Bowl spot for Civil
0: War. That was hey, amazing to yeah. me, and I watched that trailer too many times. Um, yeah,
3: no, that was, that was that was definitely a great one. Yeah. Actually, I'm
1: really liking the Shang-Chi trailer. Like, that one's pretty pretty damn good. It hits all the beats. It has Jackson yeah. Wong playing I like, the music. I
2: like the, the Ant-Man ones stick out with me because they have interesting musical choices. It's like, what's... uh, Those are pretty good. I, I can't remember the song. It's like Ants. The song title or name has Ants in it in the first trailer for Ant-Man and, and the Wasp or something
3: like that um yeah i think i know what you're getting at it has a um, guitar hook yeah yeah i can't remember i don't, is I don't it, know if
0: is it <laughs> ants in my eyes johnson no it's not it's not that okay all right no, there was
3: there was there was one that, that you bring up ant-man that i i almost feel like i want to redact my guardians of the galaxy one, oh the slapping? slapping the slapping one it's oh slapping good. It's probably it, you wouldn't I wouldn't even call it a trailer, you know, because it has no footage of the movie or anything like that. But it's literally just Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas like standing in front of the camera and they start like slapping their legs and things oh, like that. Oh, so I remember he,
0: that one. That one's good. It's that's great. A good and one, yeah. Michael
3: Douglas is going, ants, ants. And every time he says it, he <laughs> yeah. shows like a picture of an ant. And that's yeah. it you know and then it just goes ant-man that's it's an amazing
0: just, trailer i forgot about that one
3: yeah it's it's so absurd and you're just like why did like how much money did they just spend on this thing you know but yeah. it, it I mean, sticks with you so,
2: one true. one that sticks not not mcu but have you guys ever seen the uh batman begins like abc family cut when they were showing it yes. on tv yes. and it's like a love story
3: <laughs> it's like oh. he, he fights for love you know the, it's like t- he <laughs> defends justice it's like what is going on here? The song think, from
1: Ant-Man and the Wasp that uh, it takes two to make a thing go wire. it takes two to make an out of not sight that, well maybe mm. I okay. need
0: to check back on it
1: ones. takes ants to make a thing go wire.
0: I think I think uh, we're gonna go forever on this episode guys just okay. talk like, about we, talk we, about trailers we, well, let's rein this in look what you did see Cow Soda you asked t- Trailer Tim about <laughs> trailers about trailers uh, look what happened uh, is- no more trailer talk Trailer Tim that was too much Okay, so I know uh, Frank brought up a trailer that was uh, very specific to the news this week. Uh, Let's talk all about that. No, uh, Ricky, I think I think you got some news that relates to what Frank was bringing up earlier. Let's do it. OK, All so I'm pretty righty. sure I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about a trailer really quick. Yes. Even I told Speaking
2: of trailer MCU trailer.
0: trailers. <laughs> we
1: have got <no> a <laughs> new one this week. Hypocr- what a hypocrite, Dennis.
0: I know, right? <laughs> I'm just going to cancel myself. Uh, trailer <laughs> Tim, tell us what you thought about that trailer, because I loved it. Shang-Chi.
3: I, I have no opinion. No, I'm just um, okay. no, so, kidding. Oh. No, honestly, it, 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 it's great. It's well paced. It's a fantastic teaser. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just the the whole opening with him looking at that pole, you know, and it's already has the mark of it, you know, the, the mark in it. And you're kind of like, oh, OK. And he's like putting his fist on it and he's constantly hitting it. And then it's like with every hit, it's doing somewhat of like a flashback
0: to. I, I could definitely edit this to be about something totally different. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it, it was a great structure because it was it was telling a story, which is obviously it's like, you know, what, you know, what trailers should be about it's like it's trying to convey like a you know uh, an an abridged you know version of Mm -hmm. love with two and a half hour movie but Mm -hmm. um but it it works so well as a teaser is because it gives you glimpses into who this character is and you know what he was going through on in his early life as to what he's going through you know like hanging out with his friends and you know going to clubs and things like that um in his later life and it's all with this kind of like undertone of mystery, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, t- like to me, it's giving you, a, you're, it's already putting you in a position where you're kind of rooting for this person, and you don't even know who it is, you know, um, nice. because you're seeing kind of like what he went through as a kid, what mm-hmm. his life is looking like now, and like this whole like just like undercurrent of like there's something else about this person and then you start to reveal a lot of more that you know as the trailer progresses and you kind of see that you know he's he's definitely well versed in in martial arts and um and it gives you just enough you know um just enough to to be intrigued um and uh and uh yeah no it's uh it, it's great it does exactly what a teaser should do also he's
1: wow. well versed in the valet arts of parking cars Park. <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> what Yes. What are Shang Chi's what are Shang Chi's powers? What is he or he doesn't have powers does he? He's just really gifted in fighting.
0: He just uh, or does uh he to fight on buses. He is, he is a he is a living weapon basically. He was trained uh at a very young age from his father who spoilers ends Fu up Fu Manchu a, a bad guy. Nope. Um and no, uh, getting rid of Fu but, Manchu. Uh, he was trained yes. to one day replace him <laughs> as, the, as the ruler of his criminal syndicate. So he, he basically was going to serve as his, bother, his, his father's bodyguard slash hitman slash everything you know, until it was time to replace him. Mm-hmm. So he is the most badass martial artist in the Marvel Universe. The
1: syndicate yeah. is called the Fu Man Dudes. Oh my god! Uh, just, just so we know. <laughs> That's in the comic yes. books, though. That's not the movie.
0: We have a we have somebody in the comments, uh, uh, Dark Sage. I'm not sure I, I know this person, but they say they want to share an opinion of, on the MCU. But we will get to that uh, in a Thanks. little bit. We're start. We're, let's get through the news for right now. Thank you for joining us, though.
2: But cool trailer nonetheless. Um, I kind of uh, been waiting for that one for a while, right? And like, yeah. Are you, that it, are you to be, to say that?
1: Uh, can you say, Ricky, that you were there during the filming of the bus <laughs> scene or?
0: Are you allowed to say um, that? Or? I guess I saw a bus. And yeah, well, was that was that when you fell on your one wheel and they, they, they've got it on tape? Because <laughs> if it's in that movie, that would be amazing.
2: Spoiler, like, I'm on an NDA. I can't really talk about this anymore, guys. Yeah. So. All right, all right. We gotta move No, on. actually, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> we were, we would walk past it and it was, I guess, by Garrett Early uh Square down to Pisco under the code name Steamboat, which is kind of
0: cool. Yeah. Oh man, I, I like want to see that movie. I like that all these movies keep like uh intentionally choosing different parts of America to to take place in, you know, like they don't all have to be in New York, much like the the actual Marvel universe was, you know. So. yeah.
1: Falcon I of the liked, Winter Soldier taking place yeah,
2: in yeah,
0: Louisiana and, and uh yeah. Germany.
1: Yeah. Lots of Germany. Yeah. Like so much. Next
2: Germany. next bit of news. DM. Dennis nice, Dennis's nice,
0: favorite. Nice, nice segue. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're your done, favorite Frank. then. <laughs> <sighs> all right. You know, Amelia Clark. You know, I normally really love or or I embrace every casting decision that Marvel makes because they never let me down and I hope I hope that that is the case this time. But yeah, Amelia Clark is going to be on what what show, Se- uh, secret invasion? Secret yeah, invasion she's uh, secret inv- uh, undisclosed I hope, role. I hope she's just an alien that doesn't talk. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just don't think she's a good actress, man. I think I think Kalisi uh, works like, but like, I mean, obviously, I we like know her in that, solo. That show, that show, oh god, <sighs> solo, That's, oh, like, solo, if, solo. Like, sorry. The point, I was point, Mario Van Peebles, solo, yeah. The, like, the point of these kind of conversations is to properly defend the actress, not not give examples of crap that she's also in. Like, um, mm, she's not the problem with that movie, she has one of the many problems in that movie. <laughs> You're
1: right. <laughs> So with Mario Van yeah. Peebles, or did we move to Jaws 4, his earlier work?
2: Tim, no? Tim, you can't be wearing a Star Wars thank, shirt thank, and not have any comment on this. On they solo all
1: be winners.
3: Um man. Uh okay, so let's uh let's let's break this out a little bit. Like so Amelia Clark, I I think I think she's I think she's good in solo. Um, but I also don't think that she's ever like utilized properly. Um, in films i think she's you know like uh for example like term terminator genesis where she plays mm-hmm. sarah connor completely miscast you know um i totally. understand she what they're going for
0: because the worst sarah connor ever
3: yeah like totally i understand worse. what they're going for because if you look at uh the original terminator you see uh linda linda hamilton and you're kind of like you know oh this like this unassuming lady you know it's like she's she's doesn't you know pose any kind of threat and then by the end of the movie she's taken on the Terminator herself, right? So I understand what they're going for, which is like that uh that act that the actor casting where it's not what you think. Very similar like Bruce Willis and Die Hard at the time, right? Where it's like, "Oh, you you cast the guy from Moonlighting to be an action star? That doesn't make any sense." Or Nick Cage and The Rock. You cast the guy that wasn't leaving Las Vegas to be in an action movie, you know, with Sean Connery, and it turns out like, "Oh, hey, yeah, that's actually a really good idea." You know, cuz they're they're a great fit for the role, but I just don't think it works, you know, very well with uh, uh with Amelia Clark unfortunately. I honestly think she's a really good actress, um, but I think she's also just miscast a lot, you know. That's fair. Uh, yeah, it's fair.
0: So, so I'm hoping I'm hoping this is the time where she's not. And usually Marvel is yeah. pretty good about it. So you know I can't wait to see her play that uh, mute alien. It's going to be great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next up, a lot of movie stuff this week. Disney and Sony Pictures announce a multi-year streaming agreement. So this is kind of exciting stuff right here. This um, essentially, nuts. this is like a parlay on the deal uh, Sony did with Netflix like two weeks ago. So in a short essence, I mean, Spider-Man's coming to Disney Plus in 2022. That's like, enough said. <laughs> nice.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Basically after the return of Bernard from uh, Spider-Man, the Raimi trilogy, Bernard Hausman played by uh, John Paxton.
3: Oh, no? the, are you talking about the,
1: the, uh, the Butler? The butler? Yeah, yeah, the Butler. Yeah. I want to see that guy come back. I think he's due if he's still yeah. alive.
0: I noticed Coker just joined the chat and uh, Coke. I just wanted to uh, point out uh, you had stopped progress on the uh, MCU uh, watching the entire franchise because I pointed out that the Spider-Man movies are missing from Disney plus this, this is going to fix that. So there you go. That's for you. Uh, Unfortunately, that still means that the incredible Hulk is still not going to be on Disney plus because that is owned by universal. You added un on there on accident unfortunately <laughs> well I, I as a like i'm a i'm a completionist kind of person you know what i mean so it's not it's not because i it would be a big day for them that movie
2: if and when they I get all, all the movies back back in yeah. on, in that yeah. list you know
0: well by all the movies you mean one more there's literally just one yeah. more that they don't have yeah so last one i'm back baby that's what coker just said right now <laughs> yeah. nice uh what else you got ricky because the, the chat's blowing up and i want to get blowing up quickly. All right. ESPN and Marvel
2: team up for a NBA special. I am not qualified
0: to speak on this at all.
2: All right. So this news dropped today. Essentially, Marvel's going to, or Marvel and ESPN are going to present a game, say the Pelicans versus the Warriors on May 3rd. And it's going to have just over Marvel overlays. And there's like a hero contest and the players are going to get points to see who's worthy enough to be an Avenger. I, I kind of dig it. It's like, you know, I mean, it's a way to bring more people into basketball, essentially. And, you know, Marvel.
4: whatever,
0: if you, Marvel. you know, if. It's synergy. I, uh, synergy. Yeah. But, yeah. We just don't know how well that word applies here. Right? Like, <laughs> Pretty like, good. I think, I think it's, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, was I mean, like warriors,
1: like, I think the gangs that they showed in that movie were really good. <laughs> the rogues being one of my favorites and the orphans. Led by David Schwimmer.
0: That's, like, no. that's that's twice in the last two weeks. I think you brought up the Warriors. It's pretty interesting. They're never far from my heart. Nice.
2: Okay. N- Nickelodeon did a similar thing for football last year. They made gangs with a bunch of
0: overlays.
2: They made gangs. They didn't. Football they games.
0: didn't tie it into like a property like like you know Marvel or anything like that. They just. I mean, the, they were their just, they were overlays edu- were Nickelodeon themes, but yeah, right. But they were, but trying they were just educate. trying to they were just trying to educate younger audiences to get them indoctrinated into you know yeah. capitalism and all that stuff you know um <laughs> it's true it's okay i mean we're all guilty of it we're all we're all part of it we're here talking about marvel all day long What are you, are you, i mean like we're all we're, we're not biting the hands that feed us we're just, just telling it like it is uh what last, else you got ricky
2: last bit of news came out today as well oh that's Captain kind of America a spoiler, four. man captain america 4 is in the works
0: it kind of yeah, is let's not, Let's not talk any more about that until we get to the the thing later. I think it is excellent news, though. I do. I I am very excited by this news. But how about we shelve that one for a little later? Okay. Because I think that's just appropriate. Uh, and then for anybody that you know uh, uh, is curious about like all the merch and stuff, uh, the reason that Shang Chi trailer uh, probably came out this week is all the merch for that movie is going to go out on Sunday. It's going to be the official street date. So, I always feel weird about like the fact that merch for something a property goes out way before people have had the chance to, uh, you know, consume it. But if you guys know Shang-Chi and and love that property, it's a, it's all going to be out there. I I would love to see what kind of wacky things Marvel does like beach towels and you know,
2: they're like doing like gloves. these Who knows? cardboard <laughs> wood blocks that you chop in half. And there's like a it's like a loot crate. There's a some random Chang Chi toy, toy inside. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. You serious? You're serious? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, just yeah, talking. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So we have uh, like I, it's gonna it's gonna keep staying there until until we we talk about this. So I I want to uh, acknowledge our our special commenter here that's very passionate about opinions in the MCU, and we'll just uh, we'll just I just kind of want to see what you guys think about this, but. I'm not going to put these up on the screen because is are really lengthy. But let me see if I can get to you, Dark Sage, right now because you've been blowing it up. Yeah, uh, But you have some opinions about the MCU and, and the direction they should go f- moving forward. And let's see if we can talk. I feel if Marvel wants to do multiple characters in the future, like they did with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, at the very least, they should have Spider-Man in there to help with the charisma and flair of all of the characters. He plays off everyone so well and just had that ability to make it work no matter who he teams up with. I do appreciate trying different characters together, but I just feel without Spider-Man in there, it <laughs> lacks creativity. Hmm. Should I keep going or you guys want to chime in on this at this point? Should
1: I? Uh, I, I think Spider-Man's you know, a great character. Uh, I mean, if, if they were to add him in, um, he would, he would bounce off everyone really well. I think Is um, that a pun intended. Does he bounce? The Spider Man is he a bouncer? Kind <laughs> of bounce. That would be if like if I said Bat Truck the Leaper. That guy bounces off everyone pretty well. That's fair. Um, but uh, yeah, Spider Man. He kind of just kind of uh, the the way he but, talks to people and the way he reacts to certain situations. Like Spider Man costs a lot more
2: money situation. than than the Leaper, yeah.
1: though. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm just saying like uh, Sp- Spider Man fits. Like he he can save. He could fight Galactus with with the Fantastic Four, and also you know take down some hoods with Luke Cage. So he fits yeah. in like in a multitude of situations. So yeah. I I do I do agree with, with with what Sage is saying, Dark Sage is saying, but I think he is like you said, he's a little expensive.
0: Yeah, I think there's more to it than than him just being expensive, too. I think I think it's like what we were talking about, you know, uh both seasons, you know, Wandavision and this. Like uh you have to you have to be mindful of the properties and uh making sure that the character in focus is not getting overshadowed by the guests that appear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't ever... like Zemo. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, well, I mean, I think we just all, yeah, you're not, wrong, you're not you're the, not wrong. You're not The Luke Mando, right? Like, yeah, I think, I think, I think, oh, uh, Luke,
1: Mando. Oh, okay. I think Luke Skywalker
0: yeah. on Mandalorian was the biggest mistake they ever made on that show. Um, it, it's, I think it could have been done in a better way. Uh, but the way they did it was purely just to satisfy fans that wanted to see Luke Skywalker on screen. You know, it it completely removed the agency of all the characters in that episode, in the moment, in the context of, of what was happening. Uh, and all of these amazing characters were just subjected to sitting around waiting for some random person they've never met. Remember, in the context of that story, none of them knew mm-hmm. Luke and he just yep. shows up and saves the day. And so, like, while it's a cool moment, because fans get to see Luke in his prime, in his hate, you know, like, uh, how does it serve the story? You know what I mean? Like, does it serve the Mandalorian story? No, not really. You know, And, and so it's not to say I'm not a fan of Luke and Star Wars and stuff like that. You know, we have a whole freaking podcast for that. You can see by our guests, we have two of them wearing Star Wars shirts on our Marvel <laughs> podcast. Way to go, guys. <laughs> I'm wearing my my tar, tar arse. My tar yes, arse shirt, yeah. actually. Uh, but no, I think, I think as much as I love Spider-Man and he is my favorite superhero in uh, the Marvel Universe, uh, I will say that just because in the comics he has great chemistry with every character, that doesn't mean that we've actually seen him have great chemistry with every character in the MCU. And I think it's kind of forced if you just start putting him in things like WandaVision or, you know, or Captain the Winter Soldier and stuff. So like, mm-hmm. I think I'm all for any time. If if, if Sony and Marvel want to spend the money to have a Spider-Man in there and all the special effects that go with that, uh, if it's justified and and it makes sense to the story, I'm all for that, you know, but yep. it, it, I don't think that's a blanket, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like cure all for every Marvel movie that lacks in some way, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, he's not the thing that's going to fix the the lesser properties and stuff like that. You know, like I definitely don't think Ant Man needed Spider Man. I think Ant Man just is a really entertaining, hilarious movie. You, you got to in that movie, and and I honestly think Ant Man was the 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 breakout star of Civil War. As much as I wanted Spider Man to be, I thought Ant Man landed all the best comedic moments in that movie
3: uh, i would even go as far as to say that putting spider-man in a movie like guardians of the galaxy would have actually had the wrong effect
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: it's
0: like you're not confident you know, enough you know he would have brought it down exactly mm-hmm. it, it that's exactly the point ricky is it, it demonstrates a lack of confidence in your your ips you know what i mean like and so well, i mean while, I'll, while, I'll
2: counter with this though like this story takes place before far from home, right? The sorry the Falcon Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Soldier. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, he's there. It it you go back to the Iron Man 3 question, like where is Captain America when the president's kidnapped, you know?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's a, it's a there's two I see both sides of, you know, but ultimately it comes down to money. <laughs> yeah. Money but and I mean- and
0: actor availability. But I do like the opinion and I, I do I I do love that you came here to share it with us. That's awesome. Uh and I, you know, I I think uh we could all benefit from more Spider-Man and I think we're going to, given the fact that Sony and, and Marvel seem to be uh continuing their business with each other. Uh golden. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all know Spider-Man's like the 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 driving the the sales of most things, Marvel, you know. So um I, I think just use him. Use him sparingly. You know what I mean. It's like it's like you don't want to overspice your dish, right? You did not like if Spider-Man's mm, the dish. Mm-mm. No, I'm down no? to overspice you, my dish. You do. You want to overspice? Yeah. You just want to yeah. take the lid off the jar and just dump it on and your just, plate. Just mix it in there. Just mix it, it in it there with it. my Cheerios. <laughs> well, then you got a you got a fan right there, Dark Sage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a cool talk. Uh, I, I mean, I kind of think we we still need one more nerd appetizer before we, we move on to the, the main course. Oh um, right. God, I'm going to make it so us much food. I'm this. all yeah, yeah, like, hungry. Thanks. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I think the question, you know, like we, I'm impressed. We've managed to avoid talking about it, but um, uh, Falcon and the winter soldier uh, season finale was not the only thing, uh, you know, of nerd uh, relevance that came out today. Uh, Mortal Kombat, the new, the new movie uh, released in theaters and on HBO max, and um, I just kind of felt like, you know, we're not going to spoil it for you guys, because, like, uh, some of us watched it, some didn't. Uh, but we did We did want to do a, a, you know, a quick question in, in honor of that movie coming out, which was, um, what, in your opinion, was the worst movie based on a video game that you've ever uh, seen? Tim, why don't oh. you go first?
3: Uh, OK, great. So I, I think that there's probably a few lenses to look at this question through. Um, yeah. So obviously, you know, you know, worst video game movie uh, subjective, right? So I'm going to take the approach of subjectivity and then I could probably say something a little more objective. But I'm going to say Max Payne. Ooh. And how I'm, Mark. how I'm identifying that criteria is I couldn't finish it. Um, to me it was something that was so so bland um i i I don't think there was a moment you know with what i watched i think i watched maybe about like 45 minutes of it and i it was just it was not holding my attention everything looked so just incredibly bland like the the acting was bland uh they had just the the contrast was just completely jacked up in every shot um which is insane like like even hearing myself say that is because like the trailers had all these like really cool visuals. Right. It had like that, that, uh, dark angel, like pulling the guy out of the window and things like that. And I'm like, how could you, how could you mess this up? Um, how, how could you make something like this, like this property kind of just not work and be as bland as it was. And so it it just did nothing for me. I, I, I couldn't even finish it. I was, I was completely getting distracted. And so like, to me, um, that's the worst one that I've ever seen because it didn't hold my attention enough to, uh, um, to, 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 even finish it. And so I also, because of, I also hold that movie to a higher standard. Right. Um, and so this is why I'm like, kind because of, of budget, because of, budget? because of budget. Yes. Yeah. Because of their star power. Right. They had, uh, what was it? You know, Marky Mark, they had Mila Kunis. Right. Um, she was in oh, it. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about
0: that. Oh, yeah. Wow. She
3: was in, um, oh, and they had, they had a few others uh, that weren't like A-list actors or anything like that, but they were they were recognizable faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, it, it was kind of like – so I'm like, okay, this clearly has a budget, and they uh, they got the guy. He directed a few movies, uh, John Moore. He directed uh, Behind Enemy Lines, which I actually really like, the, the film with Owen Wilson and Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also directed A Good Day to Die Hard, which mm-hmm. I probably hold up there as like – like just just a terrible movie uh, just just yeah. so bad it's um, a pretty bad movie yeah so so there, so there's that yeah. there's max pain is subjectivity
0: so you know yeah you know it's funny okay ricky's gonna say it's not that bad about a lot of things that we can pick, <laughs> but he's got a very different bar for uh that was thing. what you know a good day to die hard one of the first movies i ever saw by my I'm I'm glad he cut out on that one. I don't even, know, I don't even want to hear the rest. <laughs> he of was just part. cursing so bad that they, they <laughs> yeah, you just got beefed out. Yeah. Think. Um. Uh, uh. Our friend uh, Jason Coker jumped in to to uh, throw Rampage out there, and it, it it kind of falls into the same category for me as 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 what you are you were saying, Tim. I actually never finished Rampage, so I don't really know that I can evaluate that one as like the worst one I've ever seen. I didn't enjoy it, um, but you know, I also feel like if I didn't finish it, is that fair to the movie? I know, I know that means the movie sucks, but like, does it, <laughs> is it actually like, you could, you never know if a movie could kind of redeem itself unless it yeah, redeems watch the itself
1: whole thing. at the end. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. like, uh, Invincible first episode. It doesn't, it yeah. itself in the end, right? <laughs> yeah, sure,
0: sure. Wait, are you, you're, wait, Ricky, I'm that, being makes rick. it sound, that makes it sound like you said Invincible doesn't re- redeem itself, Ricky. Oh, I agree with Ricky on that point yeah so. yeah see but again, uh, right.
2: Rampage uh,
0: he's right. I didn't hate Rampage it's just a vessel for the rock t- to do rock uh, you know things what, you know what I want to know Ricky what is the movie you hate yeah first, what is the movie first let's start with video game movie but then I just want to know if you even have a movie that you hate he's going to be I like mean, Prince,
1: the Prince
2: of
0: Persia was pretty bad oh almost man almost. I enjoyed That's, that one what about Prince of Persia upset you it's just the cheese of it all
2: and like okay. the the whitewashing of it all. Yeah.
0: So weird. I'm I'm in a weird, in a weird place because I you guys are you guys are going with big budget and that's that's pretty interesting because on one side I do get offended a lot by when a an expensive movie is bad, right? Especially like mm-hmm. like you know, I got super mad at like uh Batman versus Superman because it was expensive and it shouldn't have been as bad as what you know but it's like that's, wasting it, your money to, yeah yeah yeah. but um i also have this problem where like when you have like an ip that's based on a property that's popular and it doesn't get the appropriate budget you know like so like that's why i was bringing up like those Yui bowl mo- you know i forgot they're mm-hmm. Yui bowls but but alone in the dark man and like a uh, house of the dead and like there's so many bad in the name like, of the king low, low budget yeah low budget movies that are based on uh, video games that just are awful to watch. And then like the one that I recently watched was like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh my God, man. I don't know. Like I feel like I forced myself to watch that one once every 10 years. And like, (laughs) dude, they're wearing like spandex and plastic foam pads. And like, they're like one, some of the characters look like they're straight out of like, an 80s like aerobics isn't, jam like
2: isn't that accurate to the mocap they did
0: for the dude TV? it's accurate to the game that came out you know <laughs> like, like but the game was low budget you know what i mean like that's, yeah. like it's not it, the fact that the first mortal combat movie had a higher budget and like they interpreted the looks in 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 ways that made sense mm-hmm. and then annihilation's like we ain't got that kind of money, dude. Like, I, and these don't no re- watch anything. And there's no good reason that a movie doesn't have that kind of money, you know what I mean? Can, can given how successful the original was. So, but yeah, I, I still like, I still, as much as I want to hate that one, like, I, I think the ones that I can't even remember that I watched, like Alone in the Dark and House of the Dead, I can't remember a thing about them. And I know I've seen those movies. Um, Those just go down on my it's list like, is like
2: the awful. the ultimate catch 22 like um a bioshock movie was in the works for a long long time and i can't remember who was going to direct it but that was essentially why they pulled out it was you know in order to do what they needed to do with that movie they needed a sizable budget and they weren't you know i think with legendary that movie that project was tied to and they weren't going to give it to them yeah and it's like so weird
3: i would love uh, never Scarver see a bioshock movie, movie. Was it Gore Verbinski really? Gore Verbinski, I think, was behind the Bioshock film. Damn, I'd love to see mm. Gore Verbinski make.
0: Right, hey, you, know, you turned so fast on that one. Frank. I know you just turned my head. Like, <laughs> you say the it's right so director. Fast. You
1: say so the fast. right director. I'll turn it.
0: Um, all right, so Frank, what's yours? What's doom, your movie? Definitely Doom. Ooh. Like I, I hate. You didn't what like the did first, person scene? Uh, the first
1: person scene. Poor Dwayne Johnson. Mo- the worst thing two movies
0: name today. Two. Um, yeah.
1: Carl Urban like. Dragged through the mud with him and uh yeah. Roseman Pike.
2: Roseman Pike, yeah. yep, yep. yep.
0: Like, it. but you know what? Like, I loved when that movie finally went first person. Right. I like, just watched that scene like, like two days. I ago. loved it when it finally went first person because I was like, For sure, at least you kind of got it. You kind of got it, you know. Like, but I I, I'm it. not gonna. De- I'm not gonna defend the movie. Like, I, it's a stupid movie. No.
1: Like, it's,
0: it's oh yeah. It, it sucks. On record, yeah. Dennis loves that movie. <laughs> no, no no i just love that one scene i love the scene
3: yeah. i i think with with video game movies there's there's a threshold uh that everybody probably has like a different like breaking point with like mm-hmm. it where it becomes so bad that it's actually good and you watch it for the entertainment value like like mm-hmm. dennis brought up moral mortal combat annihilation i haven't seen that movie in forever but for one i at least finished it and i know it's bad um but it's entertaining to see how bad it is. Very similar to like The Room with Tommy Wiseau, right? It's like, it's uh, it's so bad. It's good, right? I think the same could apply to video game movies, but it's harder, Probably. you know?
1: Like Mario like, Brothers. That's so bad, that yeah. it's yeah. great. Yeah. Fantastic.
3: Yeah. Well, does like, it have
1: anything to do with the move or the, the video game? Not really. I Well, there's Mario and there's Luigi, I think. Yeah. That's, you know, that's I
2: brought up, uh, you guys brought up Rampage again. Like it's. That movie starts out in the San Diego Zoo. I used to work there, so it's like getting to see the zoo destroyed was kind of cool. And again, it's just the rock being the rock. You can't.
0: So you're partial to that movie because your old workplace got destroyed. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a I special mean, connection. Yeah. I, the second I get to see movies that do that, I'll be like, yeah, that movie's awesome. You know,
1: you sound like a flex smasher to me, Ricky. Yeah. Really.
0: <laughs> that was a great segue, Frank. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: I, th- why I, I think it. it's time. I think, I think we're done with this conversation and it was fun. Okay. But let's do it. Ricky all right we have waited long enough it's time to put a spotlight on falcon and the winter soldier episode six it's the season finale uh fair warning there will be spoilers i think you've heard our spiel enough uh you know it was it was fun to have you guys here but if you haven't watched the show go check it out before coming back and and, and finishing this episode with us uh we're gonna spoil the crap out of this uh this episode was called uh one world one people i should have just said one world and then waited for you guys to oh finish it because <laughs> know, cause, cause that's that because that's that awkward moment in that show uh, but yeah no i uh i gotta say this is the one where all the uh the loose ends were tied up up pretty, <laughs> I, pretty nicely like i was pretty impressed you know like uh, you know, we had some, we had some rocky, uh, issues with WandaVision and, and like, you know, giving us that satisfying conclusion that we hoped for. And, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to know Frank first, were you satisfied by the conclusion of the story?
1: Yeah. WandaVision gave us Mephisto and, uh, no. the big battle. that was really good. No, I actually, I was, Th- this is probably in most recent, most recent years, like the, the with Endgame having been out and Spider-Man: Far From Home and and uh, WandaVision, this is probably out of all, out of all those most recent ones. This is the most satisfying conclusion that I had. It hit all the points that that I kind of wanted and hit all the points that I kind of needed and give us Zemo which we didn't need uh, but but just seeing him on camera just makes me <laughs> yeah just entertains me to no end he 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 could like read the dictionary and i'd be like oh my god
0: zemo's the best he's the best i'm pretty person. sure he was in this episode he
1: was yeah
0: actually, <laughs> yeah uh I, that makes me so happy to hear because do you remember how jaded you were when we were making the bingo card like you know uh 6, six 7 weeks ago and you were thinking about like one of the things you wanted to put on your bingo card was uh, an, a satisfying conclusion, that you, but, <laughs> yes. or, or like, but you wanted to put that sarcastically because you were sure it wouldn't be on there. And, yeah, yeah, uh, that makes me really happy to hear that you enjoyed that because uh, you are you are one of the harshest critics uh, a lot of times, and and that's why I like doing this talk, having these talks with you because you're very passionate about all these all these uh, characters and stuff, and and that's that's awesome to hear. I never
1: uh, in a million years would have thought that a Marvel property would have actually had, like, some good uh, character development and, like, have some serious issues where they can talk about it and not be undercut by by funnies all the time. So, By the
0: way, this guy works for cool DC. Said. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I work for That'd DC. Be,
1: no. That'd be great. They, they, they right. give you one of these once. Uh,
0: there it is. There it you, is. Uh, yeah. They it on you. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I, normally I go right to the guest, but I just I really wanted to hear that. It really just fed my soul to hear you talk about that. So uh, let it let let's go to Tim now. Let's see, Tim. What did you think about this episode, and maybe and the show in general, and like what was your your biggest highlight from from tonight from today's episode? Uh,
3: I, I love the whole thing. I normally with these uh, with the since since they started doing the uh, the Disney Plus Marvel shows, I'm kind of like. I'm a big fan of binge watching, you know, just like, you know, knock it all over the weekend and knocked out WandaVision, you know, within, uh, within two days. Um, and so I, so I watched the first five episodes of Falcon and the winter soldier last weekend. And, uh, uh no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, no, honestly, it's like, I, I really wanted to it, it because to me it, it looked like a six hour long movie. And I was kind of like, this is kind of like what I was hoping, they were Mm going to do with, with all of these, you know, MCU shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, but it's funny because even before I was like, I, I saw like IGN reviews and things like that, like they're attacking the pacing of it. And I'm like, Oh man, well now I'm like really curious, uh, about this. So I, I watched the first five kind of like literally just back to back. And, uh, Didn't get any of the pacing issues. Like, I, I, you know, it's, you know, because I I think it's like because it's structured a lot like a film, you know, it's like it feels like it's like a six hour flow to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, it it does. And it's so funny because what I was thinking as I was watching this is something Dennis brought up on the last podcast um, that I watched. And that is that it gives these characters space. Um, I remember watching Endgame. And there's that scene where uh, Steve and Tony go back uh, into uh, that military base, you know, um, and Steve is in Peggy's office and she doesn't realize it yet. Or she doesn't realize it. Right. Because she's on the other side of the window and the camera just holds on Steve and it no- nothing happens. Nobody's even talking and the music just playing. And you you really get like this feeling that of like that Steve is just like i'm i'm so done with this after all of this i just want to have a life you know um, and i was blown away that end game actually took that time it was it was only like 10 seconds but i was like oh my gosh they literally just let that moment breathe it wasn't they weren't rushing to the next scene or to the next explosion or something like that yeah. and i remember thinking i was like if they could just do that with their characters, with all their characters, just give them that space, you know? Um, and then they, they're really starting to do that. And they especially did it with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, especially last week's episode. Yeah. Um, where It's like, they literally just, they're like, you know what? We're, we're slowing things down. And like, that's what I really, really wanted. It's like, not everything has to be rushed through, you know, to get to the next action scene or the next like cameo or the next reveal or something. Right. It's like, just give me, you know, an episode of, of Sam and Bucky fixing that boat, you know? Um, and so they, they kind of did something similar with this one. They they have like a lot of this. A lot of this past episode was action, right? It was like the big, the, like the kind of main event, right?
0: Smashing toys is what we call it. They have yeah, to smash yeah, toys it, against each other, yeah.
3: yeah, exactly. But even still, like you know, what I'm kind of like thinking of is the epilogue. They still gave like the yeah. like the show, like the you know the series, like the ability to wrap itself up so nicely. But um, to answer your question, for like like the big reveal, I got to say the suit.
1: Yeah. suit was pretty awesome yeah. yeah very comic accurate i appreciate that it was very I, very comic
2: yes accurate.
0: yeah i was quite surprised how comic accurate that suit was look at that one of these you, zoom you in know in?
2: i i liked how accurate it was that's amazing i i'm happy that we got it and for his next outing maybe lose the hood stuff or the stuff on the side of his face Look kind of oh, weird man. with the
0: ears. Comic accurate. Get out of here, look yeah, get out of here Ricky. Get
1: out of Ricky. <laughs> look a little weird. here, Ricky. Looks a little weird.
0: Well, it doesn't um, look weird because uh, for him, because he's got the goggles, right? Because he has to have the goggles. Like the yeah. goggles are for the are for the crazy flights. So while I totally actually do agree with you that 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 look where you have the mask without the hair covered is mm-hmm. really weird and usually very 90s. I think this is like the only superhero suit that I think it really works for because he's got to have those goggles on there. You know what I mean? Like the,
1: the yeah. problem is when he's flying, he's going to get bugs in his hair. Like I guess Cyclops too. Yeah. He's going to get bugs. He's going to get. Uh, You're
0: not wrong. You're not poop, If he's flying, wrong. Well, fast he's flying. Well, I'm hoping to make above it to, the seagulls.
2: to New York from, from Louisiana. He, he, it's going to get chilly up there. It's going to get
1: chilly. Yeah. He should at least get some earmuffs or something. <laughs> um, um, no, I, but, I think, I think the the episode's lighting didn't do that suit justice oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Like for just for most
0: of it. it i think eventually like when when he got to the when he got down to the ground and and was and talking to the the grc yeah i think yeah. that's when it finally that's, was that's lit correctly but i fully agree with you i was watching like all these scenes and i'm like hey man his red white and blue suit is blue blue and blue like it was just like yeah. it was really annoying to like or red purple to, and purple yeah or just red red and red or something yeah like it was just they were just they kept Break- teasing it
3: yeah, Frank makes a great point because they do this, the suit reveal when he when he flies through the window, but then they immediately go into the next action scene where everything's uh, lit in red. Red, yeah, yeah. And then, all red.
0: And then the scene after that is lit in blue, like it's lit it's just blue. like. Uh, maybe that was their goal. Maybe it was like red, white, and blue lighting, and we just missed that. And then
1: what? And we're the
0: and we the dicks. You know what
1: I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, we're the assholes. They're like, you, you didn't head. get what we were trying to do. Well, Ark- you didn't
0: get it. Oh man, did <laughs> I, I did arc. like
1: when, when he flew down like a like freaking archangel, like Cain and Abel, like holding uh, Carly's body. Yeah. That's that such a own. great shot. That was like Arkham yeah. City, <laughs> <laughs> Arkham City. Yes, yeah. that's right. When Batman's holding the Joker, his love.
0: <laughs> but I yeah no I I fully agree with. Uh, Tim mostly because he fully agreed with me uh, but no like <laughs> no but the but the the episode like we we predicted last week that you know just like you know the season finale of of WandaVision would have to be the smashing toys together this one would be that too but surprisingly i would say only like half of this episode was was smashing toys and then if you want to call that an epilogue it was a damn long epilogue you know like it was yeah. there was a lot there was, it was a like lot to wrap up when and they could end they just kept doing it, and and I, I was fine with it because, like, especially right when like that that uh, government guy came up to Sam, and it was it's the start of like the first epilogue, right? And he said, "Hey, we just tracked down the location of that guy that you dropped the flag slash smasher you dropped in the water," and I was like, "Thank you," because I was really annoyed at the fact that you left a super soldier in the Hudson River, and I'm so glad. And then like beat after beat, they just kept tying up everything that you had a question about through the entire season and surprisingly they even checked back in on uh, Isaiah and Zemo which we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't think we thought they were done yeah we thought they were, time, done. Yeah. They were out yeah they even was...
1: tied up uh, WandaVision they had Mephisto show up and he was all like oh good thing Agatha did my bidding it was really cool
0: damn it Frank
1: they even tied up the Warriors they even had a couple extra gangs show up
0: uh he's running wild i can't i can't control him tim do something
1: i get a nickel when i say mephisto so i have to say it a lot
0: oh yeah do you we should have just put mephisto across the board on your bingo cards
1: he's <laughs> he's got a square i don't know why the hell i picked that square i'm an idiot yes my uh, charity's gonna be pissed at me
0: tim uh what was something else that that, that you really loved about this one We're, we'll get to um it.
3: Oh man, uh, I've I've got to say let let uh, let's talk about John Walker a little bit. Um, I honestly, oh. uh, yeah, like his his character arc, I think is far from over. But
0: uh, oh no, can we, they, can we can we give you a little gift before you continue this? Oh yeah, I may have present I may have put together something fun uh, just to highlight because he was probably one of our favorite points of discussion this entire season. And so I've put together a little package reel of all of our wonderful guests that joined us this season and what they had to say about John Walker. Oh, awesome. John Walker sucks. I would have to agree with that. Is, is, uh, historically speaking, is,
1: is U.S. agent to Captain America what War Machine is to Iron Man? No, not no? really at all. I feel like Bucky, like... I love all of his reactions to everything that's happening. Like, he's like, he sees the Captain America on the TV and he's like, what the hell is this guy? Like, that's exactly like how I was feeling when I saw yeah. the John Walker Captain America.
3: My own personal theory on him is that he was on, he's on something. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I guess we'll
1: see. Um, to, to what you were saying, he had, he had like the meat sweats or something. I gotta tell you, man, I knew something's been off with this guy since day one. And
4: man, what a douchebag! <laughs>
1: I, I was watching it with with some of my kids, and they're like, "Who's this guy? He's horrible!" You like, they would go ew every time he came on screen.
0: <laughs> How butthurt hurt was he when he got oh yeah Dora Malaje? Well, first of all, <laughs> he didn't know. Wakanda's he didn't know nothing to be him. fucked with. All he right, didn't come know, on, man. He, didn't, he know. didn't know. He he got put in his place real quick
4: when they showed up. He got some Ike Turner. He they, he <laughs> slapped up
1: big big time. Have some. He cake. Got really humbled. I can't really describe how how some actors do this, mm-hmm. but to become instantly punchable, <laughs> like face. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it is so to face. And I don't know whether or not it's something they're doing. You know, because I because uh, I looked up this actor. I forgot his name. Why? why, why so
0: Russell? Yeah. Well, you know, he's, like he's he's Curt and Goldie's son.
1: Yeah. So he's he's cold. You know what I'm saying, but when the the moment you lay eyes on him, you go, God, I want to punch his face. <laughs> so That's now good. we're
0: gonna. That was lovely. Put, oh, we're, man. Gonna, we're
1: gonna put a supercut of that supercut, and then uh, Tim's thoughts on. Uh, yeah, yeah that now patient. now okay. Tim, oh, yeah. you can
0: shit all over John Walker, and then we'll add that to the video. There's a space for you at the end there, Tim
3: it's it's so hilarious seeing seeing that supercut of everybody saying they they hate him so much because that's exactly what they're going for with that character right it's like yes. oh yeah it's, it's not my cap you know um and so uh Wyatt Russell like I've seen him in uh Overlord I've seen him yeah. in uh Goon Last of the Enforcers and mm-hmm. I've seen him in 22 Jump Street
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Great actor, in Goon, huh? He's great and Goon.
3: Yeah, he's great and Goon. Like he, yeah. he's a he's a phenomenal actor. And so as, as soon as I heard that they were casting him for this, I, I actually didn't know who uh, John Walker was. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of research, you know, on him. And uh, and I was like, okay, so I kind of knew what I was getting into with this character before I even saw the show. Um, so I was like, oh, all right, he's supposed to be just kind of kind of an asshole, right? Um, and I I think he he pulled it off flawlessly. It's like you you really kind of love to hate this guy. Um, yeah.
1: He never crossed any lines either. So he was just kind of on that borderline <laughs> of just being, just being a mean, well, you know, they, they, yeah, you know he, they,
3: yeah, 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 They, no, he's they a could guy. have easily
0: gone like the Uber Patriot route with this <laughs> character. Mm. Just so you know the sarcasm's not gonna play in the supercut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: so, I was hoping to make the supercut, damn it. Yeah, you've already so made
0: I, it several times.
3: <laughs> so I, I think like like they were, they were never like too heavy-handed with it. Aside from like the scene that kind of shocked everybody, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, with with the shield and and stuff. But they when made they,
1: one when <laughs> yeah. he <you> made it. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know when uh when uh I don't know. They're, they're saying he, he they're saying he decapitated that that uh flag smasher, but I don't think they ever show us. I don't think he, he like I think it's implied, bad. right? But he, he did, did something bad, bad, you know. He did murder. bad killing. He did yeah. Murder. So. <laughs> Obviously it's like you're meant to like have a very narrow minded opinion on this guy because he's not really giving you a whole lot of benefit of the doubt. Right. right. Um, so it, it makes his, that, that moment, you know, this is, I, I love this so much with, uh, with, with characters were, you know, very similar to like, like Jack Sparrow, you know, where it's like they have that moment where it's like, are you, are you going to be an asshole or are you actually going to do the right thing? You know? Um, and so, uh, like very much like Jack Sparrow. I think it's in Pirates 2 when he's about to go save his own skin while the Kraken is like destroying like the, the black pearl and he's like, okay, what do I do? Do I do I go help all these people or do I save my own skin? And he makes yeah. the he makes the you know selfless choice. It's
1: and like so, Amber
3: heard like is she gonna be an <laughs> asshole or is she
1: gonna, <laughs> gonna take a finger? Uh, now that one's gonna get his <laughs> hands. Oh, sure. no. You never you never know. You never know. With, <laughs> oh man. You
2: know. But,
1: but I got but, so right, I, got, I got four notes from, from last week's episode. That actually seemed like they were written for this week's episode. For, for so, note one: John Walker Shield lol. like that—that that was last week's episode. So last week's episode, I also wrote. I really don't want to want Walker to be the big bad, but he had a more fleshed-out role uh, than Carly. And then that, but this is last week. This is the Nostradamus, and then uh, lots of character development. Sam's growth in the cap speech, Shield. Uh, shield training glad to see him train up that was last week that was last week i came up with that but because c- c- uh he had a, he had a speech last week too like he's been expounding dialogue
4: mm-hmm.
1: as as cap and been doing it well and then my last one is madam hydra uh, showing up and acting all weird and shit because because <laughs> <laughs> she uh, we're two for two watching her act all weird and shit i love oh that. yeah
3: but but yeah, but yeah like with john walker like the, the the selfless choice that he makes it's all the more sweet right You know, because Mm -hmm. you've seen the past five episodes, he's 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 been that guy that you love to hate. You know, so like that, that that little mini redemption arc, like like I said, his character development is far from over. But like that, that mini redemption arc is was
0: was very, very satisfying just to give Coker a chance, because he was on our first episode of the season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So he didn't know anything about him. So here's his chance at redemption for for adding uh, uh, some hate to the supercut. Coker said, great casting. John Walker has a very unlikable face and demeanor. I was unfamiliar with the character when they introduced him, and I immediately got bag of douche vibe uh, that proved <laughs> to be legit. W uh, bag of douche, bag of douche. <laughs> uh, no, I actually was interested uh, because oh, like bag of douche, uh, got it. Yeah, I was pretty. Um, I was pretty surprised that they even tried to do a redemption for him. I don't think it was a whole redemption. I think it was enough. Um, I will say I had some mixed uh, understanding of, uh, you know, the first time I watched the episode, I watched it twice. Uh, the first time around when Cap, when, uh, yeah, I'll call him Cap. I'm not going to call him Falcon anymore. he's yeah, call him Cap. When Cap uh, <laughs> let Bucky know as a heads up, hey, I called in some backup. Uh, and then a little while later, Walker shows up. I processed it to mean that he called Walker and that made me feel weird because I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but then a friend of our show, of the show, Clark was mentioning he processed it to be Sharon. And I kind of dismissed Sharon as being the, the, the backup because, you know, it had already been established that Sam was very aware of the circumstances for why she can't come back to America. And he was promising to give her, get her a pardon so that she could come back. And so, but on the rewatch, it was really clear that actually, yeah, Sharon is the backup that he called. Mm-hmm. Um, so somehow that made it weird for me because I was like, huh, Frank had just gone, you know, to explaining, like, Sam is a very understanding person in the show. And he, it seems like something he would do is give Walker a, a second chance. And, and in fairness, he did, he didn't like say, Hey, you gotta go. You know, he accepted the help and, it ended up benefiting, you know, and, and I think it benefited both of them. Right. Because like for, for those that, you know, would defend Walker as like, Hey, he was just doing his job. Uh, they saw Walker, uh, you know, teaming up with, with Falcon and, 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 or cap and, and, uh, and actually having a positive interaction with him and vice versa, you know, like the people who are fans of, of Falcon and cap or whatever, they got to see, uh, that that wrestling you know put over where where uh sam is finally you know saying okay you're all right you know like you you helped save people instead of getting your revenge but i don't know do you guys think he was redeemed fully in that in that episode or
1: i was like tim said it, it was kind no, of no. redemption
0: I, I think he'll, he'll yeah. get
1: redeemed fully like in like in a weird walker-esque type way like in uh, yeah. thunderbolts like he'll get like some weird <laughs> redemption in that i think yeah because um, i mean what did he do he just decapitated the guy but that guy already saw you saw in earlier scenes he already didn't have a head well i so mean it's that, not that's, like walker did anything to him
2: <laughs> that whole scene again you can it's it is debatable if he really did the wrong thing you know you know in terms of his position and and um his actions
0: and reaction to Lamar dying. No, no, it's not, it's not debatable in that uh, Travis already had this, you know, discussion with us or with, uh, with you last week is that he's captain America, right? It's not what yes. a soldier would do. It's what would captain America do, right? But John, it, we're talking John Walker though. No, but he, he doesn't get to be John Walker anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he gets, he has to be captain America and that's the, that's where he failed, right? He failed at being captain America. Yes. I won't argue that he failed or he he you know he didn't fail at being a soldier of you know well I guess he did in that there wasn't a war and he was deployed and you know like he did what he did would be considered a war crime if there was a war. But whatever. <laughs> like it's it's um
1: can we agree that he failed at building a shield? Can we at least <laughs> yes. agree on that? <laughs> he, he, built shitty built a, shield. he
0: built a shitty
2: shield, man, that is for sure. Uh but, but it's like it's like the good nugget, right? He's like, oh, he's not a terrible person. He's just, yeah.
1: But we already said yeah. that though. We, and, we said and, and, he was going to be well-meaning in his own. Yeah. And mean, in mean, fairness, you know, kind
0: of way. that stuff didn't make the super cut, but there was a lot of, of Frank and I defending John Walker all the way through this season. Uh, the, the character in, from the comics, you know what I mean? Like we were saying, well, this is how he is in the comics. And so, uh, you know, we were okay with him being depicted as the villain of uh, a villain of the season because we know that eventually he finds a way to to manage and be Mm -hmm. a heroic character you know so like i'm fine if you know his arc's not done and and we we get to see more in fact i wanted that like i didn't want him to have a full redemption in this show because this is sam and bucky's show you know what i mean so like let them be the, the focus of it and for the most part they were you know uh walker just got little epilogue scenes like you know yeah it was cool I actually really like that. Should should we talk about the 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 most I think impactful moment in the in the show, which was like Sam. Like I mean, Sam not not just Sam showing that he's a capable fighter and that he's a mm-hmm. he's a, a a brilliant you know like uh, at executing they, like all action with his his shield and and wings, but like he also like had a lot of really cool things to say when when the fight was over. You know, they did I
2: mean? a really good job of showing Sam carving his own space on the Captain America mantle. You know, he's not doing, uh, Steve like rehash. He's being Sam and he's doing it. What he, he does great. You know, he's using his words to fight battles, to lead people to, to fix the situation. I thought they re- did a really good job with, you know, showing him, you know, how does someone without
0: the super soldier serum fight back and, the only power I have is that I, I believe we can mm-hmm. do better.
1: And I have Everyone. vibranium wings and a shield.
0: Well, yeah, fair enough. We can get in in the nerdiness and of Wakanda that, tech. And, yes, uh, yeah. But but aside from all that, <laughs> don't I, shit I, I believe, on him. I believe <laughs> like, he doesn't have anything running through his blood. That's weird. Just saying, he's underselling himself. I he does know. have a sick
1: suit from Wakanda.
0: But he I don't a, I don't
1: have a sick suit from Wakanda.
0: He is a counselor that that's not meant to put the spotlight so much on himself but trying to reflect back on people and make them think about stuff, you know. So like yeah. I thought I thought he got to execute his entire skill set throughout that entire episode and it was really cool mm-hmm. because that was the best part for me was seeing him convince the GRC that like you can't just dismiss these people, you know, like everybody we have this amazing opportunity in this, in the show uh, that where everybody's experienced this horrible thing. Right. And I, I think that's so fascinating. Like that's, that's all we wanted. Right. Like three years ago when, when the, the blip happened is was like, we have so many questions. Like what the hell did this do to the world? Like how did this wreck the world? You know, like, and so the fact that we're finally getting those stories and, and being told, how shitty things were or how shitty things were when everybody came back, you know, and how like that compounded everything and how uh, there's not a simple solution. And he does agree that like, you know, he doesn't understand all the nuance to it, but he does understand what it means to be disenfranchised and not be in the room when people above him are making those decisions for them. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's I think the most powerful part about that is is pointing out like that, for the first time ever, everybody is going through the same struggle and we can all understand each other's pain. And man, if that wasn't the most optimistic thing I've seen on a Marvel show or a movie in a long time, that was just that was moving to me. I cried mm-hmm. like a baby. I did.
3: Yeah, I, I think like like that's a testament testament to kind of like the entire season is uh Everything was just so muddy, like the whole situation, like for the first five, five and a half episodes, you know, it was just like, oh, my gosh, like this is such a mess with with these flag smashers. You know, they're fighting for what they believe in, but they're not doing it the right way. You know, um, uh, the government appointing uh, John Walker to be the new Captain America. Like everybody seems to be making the wrong choice. And then right smack in the middle of all of this is is Sam and Bucky. Right. Um, Trying to make sense of it all and like help where they can and right the wrongs that are happening. Um, And then you just have this moment of clarity that Sam provides, you know, um, where he kind of pulls way back to like, look at, look at the big picture here. Why in the world do you think that all of these people, you know, were fighting against this? You can't dismiss that, you know, um. Uh, like, like, let's 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 take a step back from all of these wrong decisions that we're making, and just take a look at like what's actually happening and what's been done, mm-hmm. and like how we got to this point. And they it was were willing
0: it was, to challenge the most powerful governments in the world. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I think
1: what's what's the best part of that scene is that it was earned. Like any other Marvel movie, they would have just hand fistedly shoved it in your face. But we got mm-hmm. five episodes, six episodes altogether. Uh, I don't count this episode as that that moment of growth because. He was growing in the five episodes and mm-hmm. you saw the gradual growth like he came back from the blip. He's trying to get a bank uh, mm-hmm. bank loan that gets denied even though he's got celebrity status. And he, he, you see him go through all the changes little by little and you see him like um, – the boat is what I use as my analogy for it because at first they, they kind of didn't want it. They were going to sell it. And then they started putting a little bit of care into it. And then Bucky showed up and started helping them put care into it.
0: And <laughs> also, then you got obsessed. With, you, you got obsessed with boats on Wandavision too.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sailboats, sailboats is different Thanks. from shrimp boats. Shrimp sorry. Can, can,
0: continue. Continue.
1: No, you derailed me. Now I'm you don't sorry. You get this on no. a kind of soapbox now. Well, now you, t- you got to see the, Sam. You got
2: to see Sam's perspective on 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 what that shield means to everyone what it meant to Walker, what it meant to you know uh Bucky and you get to see him figure out like what it again, meant to Isaiah his, what it meant to Isaiah and and the power that it has you know beyond just being made of vibranium and having those moments for Sam to 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 process you know the the task of taking on the mantle It really makes that final scene with him, you know, just that much more better because he he's ready at that moment. Like that's that's his moment.
0: Yeah, it was it was great. It was great. And also Coker uh, was happy enough to point out some good comedy. They dropped this joke twice in the same episode. And I am not mad about it because I loved it the first time they did back in like episode two. But that's Black Falcon, and then like you know, the, the guy replies, <laughs> "No, that's Captain America." Um, and, and, and then, then he then, says,
1: "All right, Captain America, do a flip." And then Captain America yes. does a flip, and he's like, "Yay!" Yeah, <laughs> Hey
2: man. And you know, they again, I applaud them for for bringing on the the race stuff with to taking it kind of head on with some some of the issues they're talking about. You know, a lot of times in in I guess mass media like this, you see people dance around the subject. You know, I think Sam. There's a line where Sam says, uh, "You know, as a as a black man, believe me, like I understand what's going on, and the fact that they're even saying that, I think, is is powerful. You know, they could have easily said, you know, people like me have been struggling,' but they're they're putting a punctuation on it. You know, about the black experience in America." Yeah.
0: Well I think I think what was interesting and 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 you know you could argue whether or not it, it applies to our real world but like I think the cool part about that is that he made it applicable he tried to make it applicable to to the people he was talking about by saying look as a black man in America like I understand the struggle and like I'm telling you this might be the first time ever that you guys we can all understand our struggle together you know, and that's, that was really, that's really powerful, you know? So, um, what do you guys think about Isaiah, the the, the epilogue part with Isaiah, where he took him to the museum?
3: Loved it. That's, that's probably, um, I I know we talked about like, like favorite, uh, you know, favorite, uh, things like that, but (laughs) like kind of, kind of like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to circle all the way back to like how I interpret like Marvel. And so I think this gives you a great example of like seeing marvel through different lenses right um and i think like you have like that awesome shot of you know uh, captain america coming through the window you know it's like the suit reveal you're like that's cool that's that's like something to marvel at you know but then you have almost on the completely opposite side of this episode this moment and it's this super quiet moment with captain america and isaiah bradley and you know i uh I say Bradley's only in this season for what like three scenes or something like that. I, I don't even seasons, know who yeah. the actor oh, is, but
0: um, Carl Lumbly. He actually played oh, the Martian Manhunter in the Justice League cartoon. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, like and Martian Manhunter's dad in Supergirl.
3: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But like you have that moment and you know, with this this you know uh, Captain America, Cap- Captain America like memorial reveal, and it's just like it resonated so much more with me, you know, than than anything that they could have done with special effects or anything like that, yeah. you know. And I, I think that goes to show you like like what the heart of all of this stuff is. It's it's mm-hmm. moments like that, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It also goes By to show way, you their CG wasn't that
1: good, like I said. So <laughs>
0: well, well, I was just oh man, that's awesome because I was just going inter- to interject. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, that was a crap ton of makeup that carl lumley was wearing the entire season because yep. he he's, he's not that, that old yeah he's not he's that not that he's not sorry i meant to say he's not that old uh he's not that old and he's not that buff for sure um he also played uh uh dick halloran in the um the shining sequel
1: yeah
0: uh dr sleep mm-hmm. and he's right. very skinny and 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 very different looking in that and very young much younger so like that movie came out like two years ago Um, so so, yeah
1: prequel let's get a prequel there's a lot of special
0: effects going on on him on that on that show that go kind of unnoticed like uh, frank you were pointing out like your, your wife was like Totally missing the special <laughs> effect of when he was gardening. Dude, he's that just like me up so he's much. just <laughs> Captain America lifting all the these giant like potted the trees ass planter. He's just putting yeah. Up. I didn't
3: even catch that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's it's <amazing>. so awesome. <laughs> she's she's not, like, his like, life. What, what's he because doing?
0: What's because they were he doing they were, they were yeah, paralleling like, like Steve whenever he does stuff like that when he's like wood chop or breaking. He's chopping wood with his bare hands and stuff. You know, like um, just casually. Yeah, yeah they just show him casually doing like household stuff in a way that only a Captain America could do. And it's 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 a it's a really beautiful like little detail that's in there. Go back and watch that. It's pretty funny. He is totally like just casually carrying giant trees and stuff. It's that's how hilarious. Do you, how do you think Elijah comes back into all this? Eliza
1: Dushku? I
2: thought
0: she pretty, was done. pretty pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna. I think. I think uh, he's just gonna think, show
1: up as the patriot when they decide they're gonna well, do their.
0: Well, new I think Avengers we're not. Show. I think we're not done with Isaiah. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we said last week that that might be the last we see him this season, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think we're done with him. I think he's become a very important role model and like a uh, you know person to confide in for Sam, and so and and he's also say, the only other person aside from walker with the serum right uh bucky has a serum and bucky, yeah, bucky has bucky has a serum. Yeah, a, a, but, serum, mm-hmm. a serum yeah but uh but just to be clear like i think that's that's kind of why i was pointing out that carl lumley's a lot younger than they made him look uh i think they cast him because they can use him for a while in that role you know what i mean like so so mm-hmm. uh, just keep milking uh, him so you know like you brought up in the Marvel. news earlier today uh the Captain America 4 was announced today and it will be with Anthony Mackie and uh most likely uh Sebastian Stan and the showrunners of Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Malcolm Soldier Spellman yeah yep. is going to be uh developing yep. yeah and that's super yep. exciting because like i kind of love to have this as like this awesome uh prologue to a possible uh, another Captain America trilogy, you know what I mean? Like well, I would love to see a whole other uh, a whole it, other it's set also, of movies. I mean,
2: you give you're giving Anthony Mackie his time to shine, you know. You know, headlining a series is one thing, but getting your own Marvel movie is like a whole another level. And they you know, didn't promise that that's was what say, this would
1: be. This those would be Netflix people out. those Netflix people would um, agree with you like poor Charlie Cox. And,
2: um, well, and or, also uh, like, you know, if uh, a, a movie for
0: but yeah, everybody maybe, else um,
2: screwed. Up until up until like the Disney Plus shows, like if it wasn't in the movies, I didn't care. Like I didn't care about any of the stuff that happened in Agents of Shield. So the Just moment
0: so, we get a you, black Captain America like, movie, you mean, you mean like the Darkhold and Madame Hydra both appearing in that show?
1: <laughs> obviously, Marvel doesn't care about also, Agents of Shield no, either. Project really
2: Centipede, anymore. right? That was a super soldier program. You're thinking too. of the Human Centipede, the
1: that's Human Centipede—that's a good yeah, one. That's different. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a that's Arnim Zola. Yeah, that's a human
2: centipede. I don't I mean it, it, I think it's dope we're going to get a, a Captain America movie, a black Captain America movie just called Captain America and it, it's that's going to be the default for the next uh, the next generation of, of people, you know.
0: Yeah. And the, and it's not necessarily going to be about the superhero going and falling in love and doing all the, the silly things uh-huh. that we used to, we used to accept as being the stories that are told for superheroes in you know, the nineties and two thousands and or early two thousands and stuff. Yeah. We, God, I feel like we, we haven't talked about this enough, but like um, I'm, I'm torn guys. We have a nice question over here. I kind of want to take ask the question.
1: It. Let's take the question. And,
0: okay. Let's, let's try and answer this question quickly. Cause I do still want to talk about stuff that we didn't like a little bit. Um and then some questions that we have. Uh,
1: yeah, I definitely didn't like the the lack of Mephisto. Like that was that <laughs> was bullshit. They teased him in the first episode.
0: That's understandable, Frank. He was uh, wearing C-Cow, red. ZCal Soda asked all four of us which characters did we identify with the most in this series and why. Oh man. Uh, oh I, uh, everybody's everybody's, uh, everybody's and, stumped. Uh,
1: everybody's, well, because I don't really identify with anybody like nobody, I identify nobody, n- nobody fits my temperament or skill set. So I don't identify. I just enjoy a show about people that do things that I don't do.
0: And that's great. I liked I liked Joaquin
1: Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. No, he was not really. Phoenix. He was a good I actor liked, as the joker. A.K.A.
0: Torres. I, I, I identified with his his complexion and I identified with his desire to. <laughs> uh help it help help the the bigger people he's a
2: good know. a good person you yeah, know he's a, yeah he
0: was just a good person all the way through from the very beginning mm-hmm. like uh and I really like that character and I just he's felt like, like Sharon. Like, and wouldn't it be cool to be wouldn't it be cool to be a Joaquin to be like in that close circle and 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 just be able to help but not also be in like the direct line of danger unless you're an idiot and you go and fight a flag smasher. Um, what is it? he did he one he was
1: told take. not to he was told guy not to. yeah, in the chair I know, I know.
0: Other than, yeah he was the guy in the chair I identified with him I got I <laughs> I, I did I, I liked him hey I gave an answer you guys didn't
1: yeah, he wasn't a, He wasn't a guy in a chair I don't think he, he only sat down once. I saw him he sitting in
0: a chair at the th- end of that episode
1: w- no he was leaning over he was leaning over oh you're right yeah. Yeah. let
0: me have this Frank Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't
1: touch it um, definitely Red Wing. Red Wing is the character I identify with, a little murder robot, murderous robot. That.
3: So, you like identify a, with being a tool? Yeah, a bloodlusty
0: tool. <laughs> that's, that's what I am for sure. Can, can give us a better answer. To
1: no, to, to be honest, okay. Um, uh, I, I identify with John Walker because um, I, a lot of the times I'm well meaning, but I feel like people interpret what I say as complete shit. And then I end up looking like a total asshole. And uh, I know, I know what that's like. I know what that's like to be uh, well-meaning on the inside, but the things I do on the outside come off as really shitty, like decapitating
0: someone in a, on a, but but you know what, Frank, the fact that you have that level of self-awareness makes you so much better than John Walker, because, because you know that you're a John Walker and that accident actually makes you better than a John Walker because he doesn't even know. I also
1: say I'm a Theon Greyjoy too, but with the dick, Okay.
3: That's fair. Yeah. With the, classy. Yeah.
0: With the right Tim, here. Tim, who uh, do you identify
3: with? Uh, I, you know, like, I, I think like the, like, I think it's great that this question is so difficult because that shows that like, like, at least for me, that I, I can identify with at least a little bit of something in all of these characters, except for maybe Sharon Carter. Um, but she's I, I would
0: hard, pro- she's, hard she's a man.
3: she's a hard one to identify with. Um, but I, I would probably have to go with John Walker as well, because I've I've definitely been in positions where you're you're kind of expected to uphold like a certain expectation. Right. Um, and so based off of, you know, like other upbringing or training or, or even belief, you know, you're you're just trying to do what in your mind is the right thing you know um Mm -hmm. and so you know everybody reacts to stress and pressure differently differently and that's one of the things i think was so great about john walker is you could see at times especially when he's in like hearings and things like that that it's like this guy looks stressed out right now you know it's like he's really trying to find like the right thing to say (laughs) and he can't do it because you could tell all he wants to do is tell these guys to f off right um, and because that's 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 all he knows, you know, like the whole um,
2: second episode they're Sam and Bucky are like a total dick to him. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, yeah, you know, he, he comes
2: off actually, as a tool, but he's not doing anything wrong.
3: He's he's trying to extend the olive branch in his own way. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so like, I, I don't identify with John Walker in terms of like, you know, him him being a dick, but I definitely identify with, you know, his struggle where. He's trying to meet certain expectations and uphold this image that he probably himself doesn't even fully believe in, you know, because he doesn't understand it.
0: Yeah, I, that's a good answer. Yeah, I uh, it was the wrong answer. Uh, you were supposed to say <laughs> you were supposed to say Bucky because Bucky is also trying to find the right thing to do, but he's not a dick. Okay, but no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty good answer. Um, I like that. Uh, Ricky, did you have one?
2: Oh man, um, I mean, I was going to say Bucky, but you know, I, I like how you really get into to the um, the mental side of you know what he's thinking. Like what I don't say past trauma because it sounds like I like got crazy abused
0: as a child. Show us on the doll, Richie. <laughs> But, had he the, people as the a winter bit. soldier you
2: you get to you get to see someone coming out of you know a, a very stressful time of their life and how they navigate that and how they they find their own their own happiness their own peace inner peace
1: yeah
0: yeah
1: um I I like this breakfast club moment we're having.
0: It's it's the last episode of the, of the season for Falcon I'm really, I'm really happy to be sharing stuff like this. Uh, Coker did want to jump in with one great answer. He says he identified with Lamar because I'm married, which means I also have an experience with a woman coming along and unapologetically taking my soul.
1: (laughs) She was pretty unapologetic about it. (laughs) That guy didn't even matter.
0: Uh, she guess. even said that and then that was the best uh yeah. triggered moment for uh john walker he's like are you saying lamar's life didn't matter like, and I then know. i was like
1: oh no you said was, the wrong out of all the things you could have said like, uh, you picked the wrong choice in a bioware game and yeah. now now you're done for you're gonna get but the I game over
0: but i am happy that he didn't get his revenge on her and that like you know, I, I was a little mixed feelings about the fact that it was, you know, Sharon that did that. And like, we could talk a little of, about the things that we didn't like o- overall for me, I kind of felt like Sharon, Sharon, Sharon just like, ugh, like that was weird. I And I get that we're not, we're supposed to like not understand her, her experience yet. Like I get that there's, that's a story to be told more in depth later, but mm-hmm. like what we have right now, it needs a lot of context provided to, to for us to understand because
1: her motives were
0: definitely oh, pretty muddy. Totally. Yeah. Cause yeah, like
2: she, yeah. why would, why would you lead someone to your, your golden goose, you know, like yeah. in the, when weird. she led them to the, what are the Ralph Nagel, Dr. Nagel oh,
0: and yeah. all, all of her actions leading up were just super odd. Yeah. And now I'm beginning to, you know, cause I had to rewatch all of our podcasts uh, to, to come up with a super cut. And I just want to go back and say like Ricky you believed that Sharon was the one that murdered um Selby? Selby, yeah, I think that was no. the name. It in the in Madrapor. Uh mm-hmm. I think you're right now. It doesn't make sense what she was doing, but I think she murdered Selby and then murdered the people that came after uh Sam and Bucky because they blamed them for killing Selby. And, and it, it's a all weird it, thing, but it like also say, gets
2: weird because Zemo it's said like, he knew the power broker,
0: right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is Zemo, is Zemo, in on this now too. Like, it's, no, but, but it's like it's like when you play Among Us and you just want to do a chaos vote and then just get someone <laughs> vent someone out the airlock. Like, I feel like she was just doing an Among Us move. That was excellent. Um, but yeah, yeah. Z- Zemo did say that he knew the power broker. So maybe uh, she's like the the heir to the power broker legacy. She's the Dread Pirate Power Broker.
0: And it could uh, be a Dread Pirate Roberts situation for sure. From Princess Bride, yeah. yeah. It could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other one that kind of weirded me out was like, I really saw a lot of potential in Carly at the beginning of the show. Uh, I thought she had she had, she was going to be like the next Eric Kilmonger, but maybe not die. Um, but uh, she ended up kind of like no,
1: she just like, like Eric Kilmonger. I, I ended like, up
0: I, I, I said to you guys, I thought it was really funny, like um, how. Uh, way to not read the room when you say one world, <laughs> and, the, the and the rest of your team does <laughs> not say <like> one people. <sighs> like, this chick's uh, crazy. <laughs> maybe well, whoa, they right, don't want to die for your cause. Okay, <laughs> like maybe maybe they just want to go home and have a cheeseburger. You know, like don't yep. peer pressure people into a suicide cult. That's not cool, man.
3: It, it's it's weird that they actually kind of like they they dropped that breadcrumb because normally in those types of situations it's like. <laughs> You expect something to happen as a result of that, right? It's like they laid the groundwork for like, you know, uh, my mind's going to the... Yes, exactly. Like my, yeah. my mind's going to the rock, you know, uh, with Ed Harrison, uh, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't remember his, his name, but it was like his partner where, you know, they're, they're having this argument about what exactly they should do. And he's like, you're bluffing. And Ed Harris is like, he's like, ah, you know, it's like, you know, uh, I, I'm not bluffing yet. And, and eventually like, it turns out to like this massive standoff because like, it's a, it, it's like that argument is like a breadcrumb that like everything's kind of falling apart. So that's what that was, but nothing came of it, you know? So it was... I actually,
1: I think a lot of the the flag flag smasher stuff was pretty fruitless, and I think that's because of the editing with that side story or whatever. They were going to do like some kind yeah. of pandemic storyline,
4: yeah, and they yeah. ended up
1: opting not to because we lived through a lot. Some people lived through a pandemic in twenty. Oh, I, I, I don't know if it was Frank. quite worldwide, but it, it was definitely Frank. Why you want to get stuff.
0: canceled so badly no. all the time?
1: <laughs> but uh, but I mean, they, they canceled that storyline, so as a result, it, it messed up our our media which is kind of messed up of the pandemic to do that.
0: Yeah, no, it's fair. Uh, You know, but at the end of the day, it did let us maintain focus on uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think the
2: Flaxmasters were going to be a a player past this series anyways. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think they were meant to continue.
0: Who knows? knows?
2: We'll see.
1: Yeah, we it might see a flag smasher in like the the collector's lair at some
0: point, yeah, know. <laughs> in, a, in a jar next to a chitara in
2: the line at Disneyland. There'll be a flag smasher. Well, in a box. well
0: we still we still do have um a multiverse bingo to check in on, but before we do that, I did want to give just everybody it's just a chance to think or to say what do you think we're gonna see in the future? You know, Cause like I, I, we just don't have enough time to get to everything that we want to talk about right future. now. Yeah, what what are your predictions? Like t- uh, Tim, what do you where do you see this going? well
3: i thought I thought I might have known up until Captain America Four was announced
4: <laughs>
3: that kind of threw a wrench into what i was i was I was kind of thinking I was that you know this was probably gonna have a direct tie into secret invasion you know um because i was i was I was very much like Sharon Carter like everything that she's doing seems so out of character it's like I, mm-hmm. I get the saltiness you know uh, but it's it's still it's seem it's it's just it's too much it's too much of a of a change you know I was like she's mm-hmm. she's she, that's not Sharon Carter it's that's one hundred percent not her it can't be you know but uh, but I honestly don't know um, uh, anymore at the, at this point it's like I don't know what they're gonna cover with Captain America four and how much of that could tie into Secret Invasion I, I don't know it's it, it feels like what's happening is a is a brave new world for the MCU you know oh um, totally. totally and and, and we're just, looking at like this universe that spans TV and movies. And I think we're going to be really busy with all this media to consume.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'll just throw it out there. I don't think it's going to happen, but in the comics, Sharon Carter was brainwashed by Arnim Zola at one point. Um, So they could always use that, but that's kind of like Bucky's whole thing, right? Like it's it's a little, it's a little awkward. I, I
2: think she'll pop up armored wars to me. Seems like the more logical fit. If she's having access to a lot of these government secret programs, you know, they, they have, uh, the war machine project that's part of the U S government, right. In the MCU. So yeah. I could see that being her next appearance, but in terms of, uh, uh Sam and, and where he goes, like, I kind of want to see him take on like the serpent society. Give me you some stole weird that for me. Give me some weird oh. costume see, villains. I was going to say that th- from that's me. why I
0: don't
1: fill out that sheet beforehand. I didn't. Really? I know, that right? came on. I don't have the sheet up right now.
0: Yeah, he so. does. He stole it. No, from I me. don't. He memorized well,
1: your talking points.
0: The other thing I know he does. I've seen him do it before. Uh, the other thing I did put on mine is uh, uh, I think we're going to see Isaiah's funeral one day. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay. I, it doesn't have to be soon. It could be like Captain America six, but I mean that'd be a, a good think. way to bring back that, uh, ki- that Elijah. character. Was that character was set up to one day die and tug at your heartstrings. I'm just saying that's the reason you have like a hundred year old character on a show. So it,
3: considering he's supposed to be dead, do you think it's going to be like a funeral where everybody realized he was alive this whole time or. A quiet I don't funeral? know,
0: man, I, it's Not probably a quiet a funeral, thing, yeah. but it, I don't want it, but I'm just saying I, I see, I see the direction this will go in and like, just like Peggy, you can't get away without a funeral. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a character that just is set up to die at some point. Um, hopefully it's peaceful, but uh, hopefully it it serves a purpose for the story too. But yeah. Okay. I I am sorry, Tim. Uh, I know we're we're keeping you a little later than we planned. So uh, let's get to this multiverse bingo really quick, and then let's get out of here for for the uh, okay. soapbox. Tim, do you even it. ask what I predicted? Damn. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought you said. Sorry, Frank goes. Tell us. Tell us. I don't even right want here. to talk about it. Uh, Mephisto, Frank. go ahead, Ricky, hit it. see. see. You lost mm. your chance. I just assumed you said Mephisto all the time. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, uh, so so as are freaking a, close. As a reminder, uh, we set up uh, uh, charities to donate uh, ten dollars for every square that we got this uh, this season. So even if we didn't win bingo. Somebody still wins for because of our bingo. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch, man. I got, uh, I think, 11 squares if you guys want to count Afghanistan. I mean, it's for charity, so do you want to not count Afghanistan? <laughs>
1: Put it to a vote. I yeah. uh, I count it.
0: Okay. Nah. No? <laughs> nah, you don't want to count it? What do you
1: think, Tim? What do
0: you think, Tim? They mentioned Afghanistan last week uh, or two weeks ago. When did do we uh, don't... It was it was Walker and uh, Lamar were talking about when they worked or when they served in Afghanistan.
3: Oh, I got you. Now,
0: uh that wasn't the intent of my my square. I meant to have Sam reflect on his time in Afghanistan, but it's it's for charity. It's for the United Cerebral palsy.
3: I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's uh it, it's a mission. Well, here's the thing, it's like it, it's how notable I think the mention is. You're know, like, sure, it came from the wrong person, but I don't think that matters.
0: Cool that uh, you heard it character. Nice. And then uh, you know you just to be again. extra extra generous we decided to also include any of the finally in the last episode any of the names that got uh, cited by Marvel as a special thanks to you. so we or, or we're just in the credits so we did finally uh, you know include Malcolm Spellman and Nick Spencer and Daniel Acuna and Paul Renard uh, I don't think all of those names were included but yes they were called out in the credits you can see they were creators that were very influential to the stories that were referenced in this season and also Falcon Cap uh, uh, which we all knew was going to appear um and so yeah, yeah. Uh, that will be 110 bucks that I will be donating uh shortly to United Cerebral Palsy but you guys can also go and uh do the same uh Ricky if you were to put the ticker up there Oh uh, yep that would help and then um Oops. Oh, you just skip mine. And then there you go, ucp.org. Uh, and then Frank, Frank, we can get your ticker up, and we can look at what you got here. We added the creators as well for yours. So you got Ed Brewbreaker, which we talked about last week. Yep. Really awkward because he has never been paid for He got uh, for any yeah. of the movie stuff. Yeah, and then Nick Spencer. Um, but, hey, in any case, for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, afsp.org you will be donating 70 uh, bucks. Looks like 70 bucks. Yeah. Oh, Man, wait, did
1: him. we get avian te- telepathy? That didn't.
0: <sighs> no, we never got no. avian telepathy guys. No. That didn't, that they didn't ever talk to, to redwood I, I
1: followed Ricky down that on that. hill. Moving on.
0: Look at that Mephisto square. Just not being, uh not being checked off there. Sorry about that one. One, one day. And then, uh, I not know, Ricky, you were just a, a screaming Mimi and a jet Zola away. Actually, you're just a jet zola away. That's pretty impressive, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was pretty Should've close. Got it. I didn't realize
0: that. Yeah, you got you got um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eighty dollars going to Big Brothers Big Sisters of San Diego County, sdbigs.org dot org. If anybody's interested, and then Tim, just to make sure you're included, we did have a guest card here, and yeah, we open will up be that donating- wallet, Tim. And, uh, actually Tim, we already donated to yours. We uh, the Attic Youth Center, so we didn't even leave uh this up for debate, guys. Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't I didn't want to have Peggy Carter be something we debated at the end of the show because I figured we were gonna be running late. So I included it and sixty dollars has already been donated to the attic wow. Um because I believe that they said at the in the uh post-credit scene that the Carter name has always Uh, represented something good. And that was a direct reference to aunt Peggy for sure. Um, So there you go. You got Peggy Carter, Falcon cap, Madripoor, Steve Rogers, Shuri, and John Walker. We'll try and we're going to try and do better by the guests next season for Loki. I I promise
4: we'll
0: (laughs) we'll be a little nicer. This was a weird hodgepodge, but yeah, Um, I, I appreciate it. That's just our way of saying thank you. And we just want to make, you know, this kind of like more of a fun thing for everybody involved and, and, and have uh, it be of service to somebody. So, like, even if we don't have a lot of viewers on during the live show, hopefully, you know, when people watch this later, they can see that uh, we're doing something that everybody can get involved in and, and, uh, and help out. And we're trying to make this fun for everybody to, to guess stuff uh but with that i think we gotta go because we're we're running long thank you so much for t- for tim being here uh thank you to all of our, our our people in the comments uh tim would you like to let people know where they can find you
3: oh man you can find me uh at either trailer tim.com or if you search youtube trailer tim uh you'll find uh my big name in uh with a green background and uh you can uh, have a peruse at all of my uh, fun trailers and, and and things like that, that I do uh, as a, as a hobby and sometimes as professional work. And uh, yeah, like uh, please like, and subscribe if, if that's what the, the YouTubers say.
0: Awesome. Yep. And, and it's relevant, but he's got an old uh, trailer for the original Mortal Kombat video on there. <laughs> movie on there. And I watched <laughs> cool. it the other day and it was, it was pretty good. I, I kind of loved it. Oh, thanks it was, man. Yeah. No problem. Uh, and, uh, I subscribed to you uh, just a, a few days ago as well, just to make sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you did that with ours as well. He gave us our 666. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, well, <laughs> well, 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 gonna, now I got, now Mephisto. I'm going like, to uh, That's awkward. That's awkward. That was Mephisto for sure. Um, and <laughs> no. guys, Ed, do you have anything else you want to plug or should we just uh, get moving with it nope. and say? Just smash
1: that like no, button the way John Walker smashes a flag smasher.
0: <laughs> another showdown. But that go, go was good. it guys and and just yes. to be clear we will still be back next week uh there's always marvel news to discuss on den excelsior so you know please feel free to like frank said like subscribe and keep following us here on Denx media or everywhere on denix media and uh yeah i think that's it uh it was uh it was a great one great season thank you so much tim um hey, i think we're out of here enough said Thanks, guys.